Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Cherished listeners, it's always super exciting to come your way every Wednesday with your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. Masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by First Code Management Services. They say industry, get it right. We're excited to bring you yet another edition of your favorite business development program on Radio Masterclass. In the last couple of weeks, we've been having a conversation on facilities management, the various aspects and dimensions of looking at it, the fact that it's a science, the fact that it's critical to our businesses and our bottom lines and our profit. And today we continue in that conversation. I'm excited again to be joined here in that conversation by a person I've, I've come to know as a friend in all of these conversations, someone who's well-renowned in the conversation of facilities management and also the president of IFMA. He's been with us here in the studio in the person of Kweku Samson Opari Ajiman. Kweku, you're welcome back to Thank this conversation. This is week four, isn't it? Yes, this is week, week four, four of the conversation. Yeah, and, 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 and I hope that our, our listeners and our viewers are picking up a few, a few tidbits, you know, um, in, in, in this conversation. Last week, we spent some time talking about health and safety. safety. And we had, we, um, we had Yusuf Join here with, well. uh, with us in the conversation. Yusuf, yeah. good afternoon to you if you're listening to us. Yeah. Today, he's unable to be here with us. Exactly. But we continue into another very sort of important area of the conversation, you know, um, sure. if you like. Sure. And it's one area that cannot be exhausted in one conversation. Not at all. Um, it's huge, it's big, it um, feeds into all other areas of our business, and that's the area of emergency preparedness and business continuity, continuity business continuity. That, uh, you know, I, as I prepared for the show, the, the thoughts of it alone sort of um, made me wonder which angle we're going to have this conversation today. Exactly. But again, it's in the context of facilities management. So let's try and sort of bring some perspective for our listeners. Maybe a quick recap of the conversation last week. Yeah. And then let's sort of go into um, business continuity, okay. emergency preparedness, sure. and sort sure. of lay it out for our customers. Sure, sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Yao. And once again, a good afternoon to our listeners. And uh, good afternoon, especially to the IFMA Ghana chapter members across the nation. Yeah, they, they always join in here and they give us... Uh, the, the, their feedback and mm. is helping us so much and, th- and therefore I would not say a very big thank you to all of them yeah mm. once again 
Yes, yeah, like you rightly said, uh, today's topic is very broad, but we're going to try and um, touch on some key areas, salient points that will help um, facilities managers and, and, and business owners as well. Mm-hmm. But last week, indeed, we, we spent some time discussing health and safety. And we came to know that health and safety is an aspect of facilities management. And the facilities manager um, um, uh, ensures the, the functionality of the built environment. And the process of doing that entails, you know, making sure that the workers working at the workspace are working safely and, and, and they are healthy. And this too will help them to work productively. And we, we, we came to understand that this area of health and safety is not only the work of the facilities manager, mm. but then is the work of the facilities manager as well as the employees or the workers or the people coming to the space, mm. to the business with um, uh, yeah. um, owners of business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mm. I recall from that conversation two very significant points of the conversation, which was, I mean, the fact that on the health side, if the ergonomics of a working space was not properly managed by a facility manager. It could lead to health problems for staff. Exactly. And when I say ergonomics, I'm talking about ventilation, lighting, spacing, the furniture, you know, the furniture mm-hmm. and yeah. all of that. Yeah, well. And then there was also the extreme side, which yeah. was the facilities, that if proper care was not taken to maintain and be pre- preventive mm-hmm. about some of the things that we work with, i.e. power, i.e. alternative power, mm. fewer and all of that, there could be explosions, there could be downtimes. Exactly. So both in the tangible and the intangible, intangible. they were very strong points. Before we go into today's conversation, though, if you're a company, you're listening to us, you don't have a facility manager, we're encouraging you to go get one. But if you're a company who needs advice to set up, here's some brilliant news for you. Fast Code Management Services, they have some wonderful news for you. And so in these times of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailor-made solutions to reduce their risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs, and business owners, Fast Code Management Services provide advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, for corporate secretarial and business compliance, for accounting, for research and market entry, for training and capacity building. And so Fast Code Management Services are always your first point of call for any of these management support services. Talk to us today or call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Locate us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Lagon, or visit us at www.fastcodelimited.com. Fast Code Management Services, they say industry, get it right. Emergency procedures, business continuity. Sure. Downtimes is what comes to my mind. Exactly. But talk to us for the next couple of minutes. We get interactive at some point and then we ask a few questions. Thank you. Thank yes, you very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the topic of emergency preparedness and business continuity is always uh, uh, bundled together in one bag. Um, and it is very broad um, area that we, we want to discuss today. Um, the mistake that companies do or businesses do is to put the two together. And, and because it's so broad, while I was preparing the slides and because our time is very limited, I was kind of, you know, uh, confused which area actually to touch. Uh, but then I thought we could look at it and the two areas, emergency preparedness and business continuity. Look at the differences. Look at where they overlap, sort of, and and also look at the benefits and consequences if we don't have um, emergency preparedness team in our in our businesses, and if we don't have business continuity teams 
in our in our businesses yeah so we are looking at it from the perspective of the facilities manager and like we always say the facilities manager is, is responsible and is to ensure the continuity of the business and our main focus has to do with the operations of the business to ensure the success of, of the business and therefore emergency preparedness which for sure nobody can predict it but you know that it will come one day and business continuity another key area we don't want our business to shut down one day because of an emergency or hazard or uh, a disaster and therefore it's very important that we prepare towards it this makes emergency preparedness and business continuity very very important areas in our businesses and it is very very important that our business operations our companies ensures that they have teams who are trained who are prepared for emergencies and teams who are trained and prepared for the continuity of, of, of businesses if there are any uh, disaster happening or any emergency happening. So, yeah, like I said, um, I, I want us to look at the, the, the key differences, uh, quite a number, but uh, I've just put on one or two that I want us to look at it and then also to uh, looking at it will explain or bring to light it, the, 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 the importance of, of these areas. And the, the, the first one I want to look at is, is the main goal of, of emergency management and the main goal of uh, business continuity. Um, emergency management seeks to safeguard people from harm while uh, business continuity is focused on the continuity of key business operations. If I will tell you, essential functions of, 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 of the business. So when we talk about emergency preparedness or emergency management, we are focusing on safeguarding the people that work in the built environment from harm. On the other hand, when we talk about business continuity, we are actually discussing the, 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 the how we can ensure that the business continues its operation when there is what? Crisis. So, in fact, there are, are, are two different there are two different areas that we are discussing here. Emergency management are the actions taken immediately after the crisis. So, we 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 have crisis. We can't predict it. It can be flood. It can be fire. It can be earthquake, even terrorism. I mean, it's, it's referred to as as crisis. We, we we don't know when they are coming, but for sure, one day they will come. We are here, and boom, Corona came. Nobody has prepared for it. But I can tell you that businesses that um, have teams for emergency preparedness and businesses that consciously has placed people and trained people for business continuity, although will be affected, they'll be able to mitigate the effect very well. Not 100%, but they'll be able to mitigate the effect. They'll be able to continue their business because there is a preparation, there is a plan towards how to, you know, fight this uh, crisis when they come. Business continuity takes steps to maintain or restore the organizations uh, um, to its pre-crisis uh, state. So, for instance, if there's if there's, there's, there's flood, okay, and Joy FM, your offices is, <laughs> is, is covered with water, you, you know, you'll not be able to work for some time. But what is the essential function of Joy FM? Maybe to uh, 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 make sure that you are you are gi you are giving the public um, 
um, up-to-date news, what is going on in the country, okay? You will want to be on air informing people, educating people, and let people know what is going on in the country, even giving safety, okay? Now, if there's no plan for your FM to be able, let's say if the, 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 the ground floor is covered with water and you don't have any plan, you know, to even dewater the, 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 the floor, it's going to, people are not, will not be able to come into the space to work. And that may shut down, you know, the operations of Joy FM. Why? Because you, you didn't have any plan. But if you have emergency plan, okay, you'll be able to mitigate the effect such that you'll be able to at least make sure that your essential uh, business function will continue while the other staff is taken care of. You know, in, 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 in emergency preparedness, there are four key areas or there are four uh, phases that you can look at. You, the first one has to be the mitigate, you know, uh, uh, aspect. The mitigation aspect has to be uh, the prevention aspect of it. For instance, yeah, w w when we sit in our car, nobody tells us, but we, we, we put on our seatbelts. Why? Yeah, 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 I hope your, your car is very comfortable and, and safe. But why do you put on your seatbelt? Because you 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 can you know uh, 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 presume that along the line anything could happen. But if you are in your seatbelt, at least you will not be thrown out of your car and crashed to death. Exactly. Exactly. That is mitigation. That is oh. prevention. But after you have done that as a driver, driving on the highway, maybe on the motorway, your your tire can bust. Now, what knowledge do you have in terms of, you know, in the crisis, what precautions to take, what actions to take so that you don't kill yourself? It's very important. Most of us don't know anything. Some people, okay, when you are driving at a speed of uh, 100 kilometers per hour or 80 kilometers and your tire bus, what do you do? Do you press the brakes? Do you, do you jump out of the car or do you drive into a tree or a, a light post alongside the road? Very, very important. Bringing it to the built environment. Let's say there's a fire outbreak, okay, in, in, your, in your building space. Um, what are the plans that you have put in, in place? What communication, what education, what drills have you given to your, 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 your employees, your workers, the people in the built environment to be able to be evacuated safely and not killing themselves? Let's say you have an office building, 30 floors or 20 floors when the fire starts from uh, the bottom and it's going up and the smoke running through to the last floor those are the last floor but mostly is the is the is the, is the board of directors is the ceos who enjoy <laughs> up there <laughs> do they do they become confused and want to jump through the window what are the first measures i mean they they they, they, they are supposed to be taking do they go to the to the balcony to be saved do they do they run through the elevator or they run through the, 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 the stairway. These are things that the facilities manager is responsible for. To, is responsible for training. And that is the next stage, preparing for emergency uh, uh, um, occurrences. You take actions ahead of time and make uh, plans uh, like evacuation plans. You, you, you do drills. Um, you, you, you do training you know, for your people. You have a clear communication line. You know that if in case of any emergency, 
who are the people to contact, what to do. I mean, where are the emergency exits? I, I, I go to a lot of built environment and you see the emergency exit is packed with uh, boxes. <laughs> I ask myself, uh, what is the purpose of that? I mean, do we understand why we put the sign there, emergency escape? It tells mm. you something, that there's something lacking in, 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 in the company. Yeah, I'll go ahead to talk about consequences now, consequences. But before I talk about consequences, the business continuities ensures also the protection of uh, business reputation, okay? The reputation of the business is to maintain and restore IT system and ensure employees return to their daily work after a crisis of okay. So um, in an architectural firm, um, your, your, your essential business function may be your designs, okay? Your drawings uh, in, in, on your laptop, yeah? Anything can happen in your workspace. Let's say if there's fire, and all your laptops, your, your computers are bent. What backup plan do you have? Will you be able to access your data elsewhere? Very important. So what kind of uh, technology are we using, soft systems are we using, that if you lose your data in your office, you can access it somewhere else. It's very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the importance of uh, business continuity teams uh, creation in our workspaces. So let's look at a little consequences because of our time. So that, uh, what are the consequences if we don't have business um, uh, emergency uh, preparation team in our workspaces and if we don't have uh, business continuity teams in our workspaces? One of it is injury. Injury, mental or physical. Because if there's, there's a disaster, if there's fire, and people are not trained, people don't know what to do. They take actions that ends them in injury. It can cause diseases. If we don't have a clear-cut way of, you know, uh, salvaging the, the, the situations, it can, it can break down security. It can damage the infrastructure. It can break down the essential services, which is very key, the essential services of the, of, of the business. And if the essential services are broken down, then the business has shut because you cannot continue mm. to do business. It's loss of property and it also causes loss of what? Income. These are some of the consequences that the absence of uh, emergency preparedness and business continuity uh, in our business or workspaces can cause the business. So someone will ask, so uh, what are the benefits of, you know, having people, a team, paying them, they are sitting there, there's no disaster, there's no hazard, you are paying them for nothing, nothing is coming for one year, two years, <laughs> <laughs> nothing is coming, why are you paying them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very, very important. You see, until the disaster, okay, you will realize that paying them for maybe four years or ten years, the damage that will cost you the business is more than the money that you are going to pay these people who are there to ensure that your your business is 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 safe and your business can continue after a crisis the main thing the key thing which is above everything is lives okay so it saves lives these teams help the business and it helps the business to save the life of the people working in the space 
it makes the organization more proactive. Yeah, because we are talking about disasters which are natural. Nobody knows what God will do the next minute. Yeah, uh, 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 our ways are not God's ways, and He can decide to do anything at any time. Even with our sophisticated uh, 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 technology, we are able to sometimes predict that it's going to rain at three o'clock, four o'clock. But sometimes it comes boom, and nobody knows. Yeah, that's why it's important. And, and, and therefore, one of the benefits is, is, is that it's going to make the company more proactive and it's going to enhance clients' confidence. Yeah, the clients, your clients are going to have confidence in you so that if they are keeping their staff with you, if you are, you are a financial institution like you, yeah, okay, your clients are going to have, you know, confidence in you because after crisis, maybe fire crisis, you are not going to tell them that, Charlie, we can't we, 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 we can trace your data, so we don't know how much you are keeping with us. <laughs> Very serious. Chaotic. <laughs> Chaotic, my brother. Yeah. And it minimizes business revenue losses, and finally, it protects the assets of the, the, the business from destruction. Yes. You know, quick as you speak, so many things come to my mind, and I'm, we'll be getting interactive shortly so that our listeners can also be a part of it, but one thing comes to my mind, and it is the fact that business continuity or emergency preparedness, whichever way you look at it, is not something that is only restricted to one context. Yeah. In this case, the context of fastest management. It's actually every sphere of our lives. Our lives. Except that today we're having the conversation in the context of fastest management. management. Now, there's a statement I, I once heard. I, I'm not sure who said it, but okay. I give all credit to who said it. Okay. It says the greatest thing about history yeah. is that men never learn from history. From history. You know, one of the things yeah. <laughs> one of the things that doesn't stop is change, mm -hmm. and change can be positive or negative. Exactly. And so, for all intents and purposes, whether it's your reputation, whether it's your business, whatever it is, it's absolutely important to anticipate a situation where things do not go as planned. Exactly. This is going to get exciting because I mean, I have a few questions myself, but I'm yeah, sure that sure. our listeners also have a few more questions. We okay. just want to take a quick message from our sponsors, mm -hmm. and then when we come back, we open the phone line straight away. Today, I have a few more minutes, so. I'm going to open the phone lines a bit early hey, so that yeah. our listeners can also can be also in, yeah. a part of it and we get interactive and I'll ask all the questions because one of the things that you talked about was emergency preparedness and business continuity. Now, for me, I see what the connect is in my mind, in my mind's eye. Yeah. But perhaps we could just share a few thoughts on that just, you know, while we wait for the phone lines. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. But for now, let's just take a quick message from our sponsors. We continue right after this. Moments of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailored solutions to reduce risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provides advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, accounting, research and market entry, as well as training and capacity building. First Code Management Services is your first point of call for your management support services. Talk to us today. Call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Lucky 
visit us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Legon, or visit festcodelimited.com for more. Industry. Get it right. on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 0551 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention everyone, class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass, and we're here to continue the conversation on facilities management with Kweku Samson Opari Ajiman. So if you have any motor vehicle of any kind, here's some great news for you from Goyle. Going cashless has never been this convenient and exciting. Goyle's e-payment systems are now compatible with the GH Link and the national payment platforms. Now you can use your GH Link card on Goyle's POS machines to purchase fuel. GH Link cards offer additional payment options for fuel purchases at Goyle stations in addition to the Go card. All fuel purchased is recorded automatically on your monthly bank statement, helping cardholders track and manage their expenses. So go ahead and use your GH Link card to buy fuel and all lubricants from any of Goyle's over 400 stations across Ghana. Go cashless and protect yourself and stick to all the COVID-19 protocols in these times. Goyle, they say good energy, Goyle. Yenara, Yedia. If you've also got any company and you need help setting up, help with your accounting, help with managing your company, help with filing your taxes, First Code Management Services also have some brilliant news for you. And so in these times of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailor-made solutions to reduce their risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provide advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, Accounting, research and market entry, training and capacity building. First Code Management Services are your first point of call for all your management services. Talk to us today or call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Locate us at 68 Westlands Boulevard, West Legon, or visit us at www.firstcodelimited.com. First Code Management Services, they say industry. Get it right. Phone lines are now open. Numbers to call 0302-216541. That's 0302, I beg your pardon, 216541. You can also send us your comments on 055-1111-997. Phone lines are now open. We're interactive. Today we're talking about business continuity, business continuity and emergency preparedness. You know, as you spoke, while we wait for the phone lines to ring, yeah. One of the things that came to my mind was the direct connect between business preparedness or business continuity Indeed. and emergency procedures. Exactly. Emergencies are things that happen without notice. Exactly. But because men never learn from history and change <laughs> is imminent, yeah. we know from people's experiences in the past exactly. that there are certain things that by trend analysis has a high probability of occurring mm. in a given context. Mm. So that when you have a computer system a platform, a software, a server, there's a high probability that that system, that equipment 
is going to shut down someday. Exactly. It's going to fail unannounced. Mm. If you're using power to power any of your equipment, mm. there's a high probability that the source of that power is going to fail, which is why we have alternative source of power. Exactly. So you have your grid power, in this case, ECG, ECG. grid core. Then you have generators. Mm. Today, there are um, renewable sources of energy, exactly. solar, and all of that. That's why we have all of these levels of power. Mm. Now, let's sort of give a specific example. Let's talk about the, the emergency of fire. Yeah. It's not only putting on the fire, but it's also preparing, and I remember you talked about teams, yeah. preparing teams that are responsible. In this case, let's say the FM team. Exactly. But let's also dwell on the, on the need for the users of the building, the of the building. to be prepared both by training, both mentally, both how to conduct themselves in a situation of an emergency. While you talk about that, drill down also for me into the things that a company can put in place, i.e., Emergency assembly points, mm -hmm. emergency signs, emergency lighting, mm -hmm. and all of that as part of the awareness creation, creation yeah. for the uses of any facility. Share yeah. some thoughts with me on yeah. that. Wonderful. So, so yeah, the, the, the connection is here. You see, the emergency preparedness, like you said, um, uh, is anticipating or uh, its uh, management system is put in place for crisis. I mean, crisis which you, you can predict, yeah. So, because you are prepared and you have a plan for it, when it occurs, you are able to mitigate it. Now, but after the crisis, okay, something happens to your business, like you mentioned. I mean, your, your whatever system that you have to keep your data to run, your whatever technology system that you have will be affected if it's mm. fire, okay? And, and, and you, you, you cannot retrieve your information easily from this bent, you know, uh, equipment. Yeah. Now, how do you bring your uh, employees back to business? That's why it's important mm -hmm. that we have the business continuity uh, mm -hmm. team also. Quick, yeah. I mean, even mm -hmm. before you go into the effect mm -hmm. of some of these things on yeah. the company, yeah. I'm even looking at during the emergency. Yeah. You see, the, the reason I talk about preparing staff and giving them information and making them aware mm. is that on the back of the conversation last week about health and safety, yeah. you could create more incidents within an emergency situation because of panic. Because of panic, yeah. And I want us to harp a yeah. bit more on that. I mean, if, yeah. if you're listening to us, mm. please pick up that phone. Give us a call, 0302216541, or send us a comment on 0551111997. We're here talking about facilities management, and we're dwelling down on emergency preparedness and business um, continuity. I think I have a comment from Francis. Francis said, good afternoon, yeah. Your topic is so crucial, yet no, not so many companies pay the needed attention to it. I liked... I liken it to the spare tire on your car. You may not use it for years, but if you don't make sure it's always inflated, the day you need it urgently, it will be out of order. That's Francis. Francis, thank you so much for that comment. But he couldn't have put it better. Exactly. You know, he, he couldn't exactly. have put it better. The day you need it, it may not be, it it may not be available. Yeah. So we're talking about, on the back of the health <laughs> and safety conversation, why it's important for information to be available. Information to be available. To reduce the panic, panic yeah. within situations yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so yeah. You see, um, 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 when we refer to the the workers, okay, who are always at the space, um, 
the emergency preparedness team are able to do training they are able to do drills but like you mentioned those who come to use the space how do we communicate to them mm. how do we give them information that in case you are in this space and something happened there's fire what to do that's why communication is very very important you go to some space and right there at the at the reception area when you come in you see the evacuation you know plan pasted there boldly okay and you, you, can, you can read it you you see the um, the extinguishers right there not hiding behind somebody's table okay <laughs> these are things that need to be placed clearly mm. or, and and the communication line should be made very clearly you, you understand so those coming to the to the space will be able to read and in case of any disaster can easily um, uh, will not panic mm. like you mentioned because the moment you panic then they become more disastrous than even the disaster you become itself. a danger to other users e as exactly, well exactly and you become danger to other 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 users yeah. so like the the example that i i i i, I cited so if if, if if there's earthquake okay your, your building is coming down what do you do first you jump out of the window what do you do first or you go under a table or where do you go to that is where the education becomes exactly. very very exactly. important so exactly. you are right on point you know and and, and, I, and as we talk about this let's just share some some information also for 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 some of our listeners yeah. if you are managing a facility it's absolutely important to have if the space constraints allows you see the thing is it's not if the space constraint allows you mm. you are supposed to have it you are supposed but to we, have we it. are mindful that sometimes mm. our space constraints prevent us exactly. but in a facility whether you are the fm there or you are the gm there there should be an emergency assembly point, point yeah. it means that this is the place where you tell all your staff that if something goes wrong in this building everybody congregate in this space the reason you assemble is also so that you can account for the people so that if kwesi is missing Somebody who said, I saw Kwesi this morning. He came in, you know, and he was drinking a glass of water just before this happened. Where is Kwesi? Then we start to find Kwesi so that the rescue workers who are there can also um, help. Great point. Still talking about the awareness. Yeah. First aid. Um, fire, fire marshals and first aid. Yeah. Um, Kweku, share some thoughts with us. Why is it important for an institution as part of their emergency preparedness to have fire marshals who are trained, first of all, to shepherd everyone out of the building? And then to have first aiders exactly. who will start some process before the St. John's ambulance Camps, or the National yeah. Ambulance come. Talk Camps, to us about yeah. that briefly. Sure, yeah. Uh, it's very interesting that you are mentioning this. And what comes to my mind when you mentioned it was the match between Denmark and and Finland. Mm, mm. And when Ericsson collapsed on the mm -hmm. field, there was a first aider mm -hmm. on the field. Imagine if there was no first aider on the field. Yeah. Ericsson could have what? Lost his life. Mm. And therefore, it is very, very important that we have first aiders in the building. Mm -hmm. And and this is this is a special specialized area, and this is a trained area. And therefore, uh, a selected team of of the company must be trained. Okay, in this area, not anybody can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but people must be trained. A selected few, a selected team must be trained. And then these are the people, and every employee must know that these are. Kweku is one of them. Mm -hmm. Kojo is one of them. And when there is a disaster, these are the people we listen to. Not you should know just, your fire marshals. Not just anybody. You should know your first aiders. You, you, you should know them. And and the, the, the FM 
or the GM, whoever is in charge, must make it a point that from time to time, you remind workers of these people, mm -hmm. that these are the people you listen to when there's any, any emergency. Mm -hmm. And these are the people that will lead the employees safely to the assembly point mm -hmm. or whatever is designated yeah. you know, to keep employees safe. Mm. Right, sure. and you know, um, mm. as you talk about that, something also comes to my mind: mm. the notification process mm. during an emergency. In some places, they talk about the call tree. So when something goes wrong in an organization, and we're we're using, uh, we're deliberately being a bit vague because the things that could go wrong r range from Money. flood to earthquake Money, yeah. to a vehicle driving into your shop to or shop your office, office yeah, exactly. to rain, to, rain, to yeah. a bomb, uh, to yeah. anything that Terrorism, could go wrong, I mean, anything. to, to yeah. a hack, exactly. to a cyber a attack. Even, yeah. that, could, that, could, that could completely ground your, your, sure. your operations. Sure. So could you talk to us about the, the importance of an emergency call tree mm. so that if something went wrong, who are the people in organization to be called? Exactly. So, so and, 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 and how it's implemented in some contexts. In some context. So that it can become an example for, for some mm. of our listeners. Mm. We still have a few more minutes on the show. Numbers to call 0302216541. That's 0302216541. You can also send your comments on WhatsApp on 0551111997. We're talking about emergency preparedness and business continuity. What do you do in your own company when things go wrong? What are the plans you have? For the day of trouble. There's always a day of trouble. You don't plan it, but it comes. I've got uh, Nick Solomon. Nick says, in the age of smart facilities and cities where millions of devices and assets are connected, how do we prepare for emergencies like cyber attacks? How do we involve the workforce in participating in the information security of facilities? Do we incentivize users of facilities who adhere to security measures like hibernating your computer when you leave your desk? Cyber attacks are a real threat, and as contemporary FMs, we need to delve deep in that area to safeguard our workplaces and our homes. Um, a quick reaction to this one before we go on to the call tree conversation. Uh, this is Nick Solomon. This is Nick Solomon. Yeah, talking about cyber attacks, cyber and, attacks yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, these are very serious, you know, things in our age now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and therefore, it is it is very important that I mean. Uh, uh, simply put, I mean, even your own your own laptop, mm -hmm. okay, you are able to install some uh, fire, you know, walls, some fire mm -hmm. uh, protection. Some protection, okay, so that your 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 data mm -hmm. is not you know hacked, your data is not uh, um, um, broken into and stuff. How much for an organization? Mm -hmm. It's very important to spend money to make sure that your system is what is protected and mm -hmm. is not easily. You know, penetrated. No, and I like that you talk. Yeah. You know, you talk about the fact that you're protected. There's a yeah. lot of that's a whole conversation. When we when we 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 had this conversation with Kobe Spikey, okay. he talked about hacks and cyber. Mm. The world is going somewhere with all of this technology, but along mm. with it is also a bit of vice. And so somebody can. I mean, the emergency that could affect your company is that your systems could be hacked, and you could be asked to pay some money as ransom, or your data could yeah, be stolen. Yeah, be, and yeah. so, um, you know, in summary, we'll just say that make sure that you you seek help. Find out, Dr. Gustav Yangsen, Cyber Crime Unit, Ghana Police Service is available yeah. to help us with some of these things. What you can do when you get up, lock your screen. Don't share your passwords. Mm. Don't use password one, two, three, four. Those are simple things. To, you don't use your birthday codes. Mm. Change your password often. Those are things too um, that can be copied. Very briefly, let's talk about um, recoveries. Okay. Insurance is one of the ways, by the way, that you can also mitigate your risk. And so, therefore, on the area of cyber, apart from all the good things you can do, you can also look at insurance as insurance one way. As well, best yeah. practice, best behavior, you know, 
and all of that. But let's look at real-time objectives. Real-time objectives, for example, are the time it takes to recover. Your and, I, and I remember at the beginning of your submission, you, you talked about recovery. Exactly, yeah. So mm -hmm. ask yourself a question as an FM. Mm -hmm. if, my, if power went off from the grid, and, you know, without a plan, yeah. emergency, and your generators also failed, and your systems went down, yeah. how long would it take for your systems to come back up? It's exactly. important to simulate a situation like that. I'm sure that you have seen many of it. Exactly. Share exactly. some thoughts with us. Exactly. I mean, some even happened at the, at the, at the Terminal 3, um, was it two years ago, mm. I mean, when there was when there was a lot of rain and there was some flooding into mm. some space of 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 the uh, of their building mm -hmm. i mean the time to how much time do they need to dewater so that they they, they are luggage sessions where they are um sending luggages into the birds for mm -hmm. passengers to you know uh, how much time do you dewater the space so that you don't damage all these things? It's very, very important. Mm. Yeah, but you see, yeah, sometimes you put all these measures in place and you have your timelines and mm. everything, but it can still go wrong again. No, but you see, it's better yeah. to have a plan than not to have not to have a plan, a plan at, all. at all. At all, exactly. You know, because exactly. here you talk about the, the the example you gave at Terminal mm. Three. The real time objective here is what? How long did it take them to bring the to bring, service back online? Exactly. What were the other mm. services that were affected? Mm. If people can't get access to their bags and their bags cannot get on the planes, the aircrafts are delayed. Mm. When aircrafts are delayed, what happens to air traffic control? It, it, the, the ripple effect the ripple is huge. Let's not even talk yeah. about the airlines, but let's talk about <laughs> our facilities. When systems go down, what are the ripple effects that can happen? The, the, you see, you see, that's what we mentioned about your key or your essential mm. uh, business function. Yeah. Well, if your key or your uh, essential business function comes to a halt, I mean, the replications is innumerable. I mean, you, you can't mention them, you can't number them because you will not be able to operate. Mm. And if you are not able to operate, you're. you're you can pay your work. You're losing revenue. You're losing revenue. I mean, your clients are moving to other mm -hmm. places, and, and, and your company is coming to uh, a, a halt, you know? Reputational risk. It's going to send your clients away. And therefore, it's very important yeah. that, that, that the time space that will recover is very short, mm. okay? So that we can get back on business and be able to serve our clients. And, able to serve and it's also customers. important yeah. because everything mm. we do today is, com is, is, you know, you're competing against someone. Yes. So if an emergency knocks you out of business or knocks you out of your trajectory and it hasn't happened to your neighbor, guess what's happening? Mm. Mm. I mean, today, mm. even when you're operating, <laughs> you know, there's, there's very stiff competition. So that when you're not operating and you're down, your stems are down, then clearly you know, you know that, what's to that, you. that also um, becomes a challenge. Out of business, yeah. Talk to us very briefly about repetitional risk. Mm. If there isn't proper planning for business continuity, mm. what happens to a reputation of a company and how does it, how does it affect? Mm. You know, because so, I, I'm trying to draw the trajectory from an ineffective FM practice, exactly. which leads to a downtime, a downtime that affects the company's reputation. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So in, in, in the absence of your I mean, business continuity, I mean, team, and then putting plans in place to be able to recover in time for business to go on, um, like, like, like we said, um, if, 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 let's say you are, you are operating in a, a shopping mall, for mm. instance, a shopping mall, for instance, yeah, and there is, is a fire or flood and you are, you are unable to recover within the shortest possible time. Nobody is going to come to your space. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going. And, and if it's go on for some time, then there are alternatives. Okay, regardless of what, there are alternatives. There's a cram mall. There's junction mall. There is 
all the other one, uh, the, this one at uh, East Legon, what's his name? <laughs> and therefore, you see your yeah. customers, you know, going there. And when they go there, and they, and they, because you were there, they were coming to you, they have not tested the mm. other business uh, 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 services, okay? Mm. But when they go there and they are able to see that, okay, they can even get better service they're not going to come back to you. Apart from, apart from loss of business also, mm. because as you speak, something mm. comes to my mind. There could be suits. There could be suits as well. There could yeah. be lawsuits, you yeah. know? Be lawsuits, because if something yeah. happened mm. in your facility, you are responsible. Mm. There's something called public liability. Mm. And so as an FM, you're listening to us. If anything happens within your building, on your premises, when external users are present... Um, you have a duty of care. Oh yeah, you have a duty of yeah. care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Places, places like the Scandinavian areas. I mean, where uh, we have experience, like mm. like in Denmark. Okay, mm. even when when it's snowing, okay, and you don't shovel your work area or your parking area, mm. and a customer come in and slips and fall, you have legal issues. You could be sued, mm. and this could affect your reputation so 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 much. I mean, people. Will refuse coming to your space when they know that they come there you don't shovel your snow and they are going to fall and hurt themselves mm. yeah so it's very very important yeah that we prepare and then okay. we make sure that um, um we are we are able to recover within mm. the shortest possible time right. yeah. now that we've talked about i know you you spoke about the benefits of, of preparedness but yeah. let's leave our listeners with a bit of a positive mind mm. what are some of the things that fms and business owners can do to prepare themselves you know even from the basic level to the most sophisticated level, exactly. because businesses are not the same same mm. as everything else in life, mm. and so some companies may not be able to afford the firewalls and the big insurance exactly. covers and all of that. But what can they do, you know, in their own little way, to protect themselves mm. from a situation that will knock them down completely? Completely, yeah. And so in that case, they are prepared for business continue. So that if something goes wrong, they're able to continue working, they continue working, yeah. Yeah. or come back within the shortest possible time. What are some of the things that they can do? Okay, so basically. I mean, from 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 the emergency preparedness aspect. I mean, you basically you just need a facilities manager to be in place, okay? Mm. And this facilities manager, uh, one of the responsibilities that he has is to educate the the the, the workers, the people working for you, okay? And it's important also that you have the um, uh, business continuity or a team also in place who are training and who are educating and basic things like you know not sharing like you had mentioned not sharing your password i mean shutting down your pc when you are getting away um not allowing you know strangers to go into your system and things like that must be spelled out and those things must be communicated with and adhered to by 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 employees mm. and, if they don't do this, there must be some consequences. There must be some measures put in place that they, they adhere to this one. And and there should be constant education. There should be constant reminder mm. to these basic things so that, I mean, uh, employees will, will be conscious of, of, of doing it. And when Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.